You better have popcorn when you listen to this, because this episode takes place in a movie theater. That's right, we got drunk and butchered another Halloween one-shot. This time, Eric stood in for Chris, and we were joined by our special guest, Forrest G. Emerson from the Stabby Quest podcast. We played another single stat game where we only ever rolled for popcorn. We only used D12s because D12s don't get enough love. The rules are, if the player rolls a natural 12, they have the option to save that success for a later action and re-roll their current action, or they can choose to auto-succeed on their current action. That's it. That's the one rule. Health points don't exist, we just roleplay all the damage. So, let's get into this. Time to Die Podcast Network presents our 2023 Halloween one-shot, The Hellevator. open our tale in a very small town in a very deserted highway. In this small town we find a single road where all the businesses reside. There's a small shitty hotel. There's a small shitty restaurant. There's a fair-sized shitty theater. Who wants to be our first introductory character to this story? Hey Brian, what's the town's name? <gasps> oh, it's called, uh, Hank, Hank, ten, <laughs> Hankton, <laughs> Hankton, Hank Hill, got it. Yeah. Well, my Bobby, I just rolled into town. See, they named the town after me. <laughs> uh, Mort Gristle Twist, you are staying at the shitty hotel, and you find yourself on a rather lonely, dark night with nothing to do. And you peer out your window, and you see the lights of the theater blaring through your your uh, blinds. And there's one showing. It says Night of the Living Dead, and it's starting in about 15 minutes. Brian, when did Night of the Living Dead come out? <laughs> this isn't taking place in the 70s. The town was established okay. in the 70s. This is taking <clears throat> place in the mid-90s. Uh, but it, so it came out in the seventies. Oh yeah, correct. So this would be like <clears throat> an old movie. I I've, I think it was like nineteen sixty nine or something. It's black and white. Nice. Okay, okay, okay. Well, there was a remake too. So. Nope. This is the OG. Okay, but there was a remake. Sure. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> do do I think this is like a new movie, or am I like, oh, this is a classic? Judging by the theater. You wouldn't be surprised if they chose Night of the Living Dead because they knew it was <laughs> copyright free. <laughs> they didn't have to pay shit for it. So, question then, can we uh, can we just have an entire podcast of just the audio dialogue from Night of the Living Dead? Is that like <laughs> we're, we can do? We're about to. 
<laughs> Fuck yeah, we are, dude. We all just sit down, and then it's just the audio from Night of the Living Dead, and I'm like, good flick, yes. <laughs> is the that they're coming to get you, Barbara, or is that a later one? Yeah, they're coming to get you, Barbara. <laughs> it's going to be the episode, it's just you guys watching the whole fucking <laughs> movie. Dude, I'm in. Fucking mystery science theater, this shit. Like, I don't even need to watch it. Like, you could just describe to me what's going on and I'll make fun of it. <laughs> I'm in. Or make fun of you. We'll, we'll see where we're at. What you gonna do? What you gonna do, Mort? Yeah, so I I see Night of the Living Dead playing in 15 minutes and uh, stretch myself out a little bit on my bed and just, oh, I haven't going to see a showing in a while. Might be nice to see a classic. <laughs> and I'll, I'll start to make my way down out through the hotel, and I'll stop by the front desk a little. Excuse me, excuse me. There's this, like, hella skinny girl there that's just uh, not hardly paying attention, and she doesn't even look at you when she says, hmm. Ah, yes, Miss Brienne. Uh, <clears throat> do you know if this is a, a a new film playing at the theater? Is this the classic? I haven't seen that in many a moon. I don't fucking know. The, uh, the, uh, the Night of the Living Dead is at... Is, you don't keep up with, um, new releases or, 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 or movies or such? I don't fucking know. Hmm. Well, I'll, I'll ask at the theater then, shall I? Yes. <clears throat> uh, I'll, I'll be back later tonight. <clears throat> and I'll s snap my suspenders at her. Mm -hmm. A couple times. <laughs> she lights up a cigarette. <laughs> When you step out into the street, you look over to your right, and just down the road, you see someone exiting the restaurant, and they're taking uh, they're taking their apron off and kind of tossing it back inside, and then they start walking down the street towards you. Um, and cut over, and Ernesto, you see a gentleman just leaving the shitty motel, or hotel. All right. And you guys look like you're about to cross paths on the way to this theater. What does your character look like, Ernesto? Picture in your mind, if you will, Christopher Lee's Sauron. Saruman. Mixed with Tommy Chong and Bubs from the Trailer Park Boys. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's your character look like, uh, Mort Gristle Twist? Uh, he looks like a Tim Burton cartoon character where he's... He's very rotund in the body and face, uh, but then has really long, spindly legs and arms. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and he, he's just got, like, really, really short uh, black hair and a little mustache. So we've got a Peter Jackson character and a Tim Burton character. He, he kind of looks like uh, uh, the the bodybuilder from Coraline. Oh, sure, yeah. The weird, wiry hair. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are uh, crossing paths. Looks like you're going to both go see this movie. Because I said so. <laughs> Noted. All right. Uh, I eye him in the most obvious way because I cannot hide 
that fact due to my vision impairment. Okay. <laughs> are you? What are? How bad is your vision impairment? Well, Bubs from the trailer. Right, it's Bubs from the Trailer Park Boys. He has oh, Coke you got the Coke bottle glasses, yeah. Glasses, yeah. Like you can't see. <laughs> Imagine Christopher Lee. I mean, the thing <laughs> is, is that if you put those fucking glasses on Christopher Lee Sauron, Saruman, and from Lord of the Rings, he just looks like Tommy Chong, <laughs> right? So, more you can't not you can't not tell that I'm staring at you as I make my way like sidling across the single road in this town yeah you guys officially crossed paths you guys are both right at the entrance of this theater there's a weird grunt that emits from ernesto and and i don't know maybe you do you sense it as a a trying to let you go first Uh, i'll definitely straighten up a little bit oh hello there good chap uh Mort Gristle Twist, yes, of Gristle Twist gumdrops. Pleasure to meet you. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, do you live in this town? Uh huh. This theater, uh, a good, a, a veritable r- respite. Yes. Yeah. Fantastic! I was thinking of seeing this, this film, this showing tonight. Uh, do you know if this is a, a remake or is this? Oh, yeah, uh, one of the classics. I have a bit of a <clears throat> thing for the classics. Fondness in the old ticker. I think Ernesto looks at you, and uh, he just opens the door and kind of waves you inside, <laughs> nodding. Oh. Thank you, good sir. Thank you. And uh-huh. I'll walk in and then, like, put an arm on the door. To, oh, like, thank God. Escort you inside. Like, oh, to hold I, it thought, open. I thought you were going to touch me, and I was like, "Oh, he's not going to like this at all." <laughs> no, all no. Right. I walk in, and I then I like hold the door from the inside to let you in, and kind of. Oh, thank. I see. Thank you. Like, uh, he, yeah, he's he like kind of like grunts again. Like, mm, thanks. Of course, good sir. Of course, this place <clears throat> ain't got no good bow wows. The entrance lobby to this theater. So when you look inside, you see that there is this counter in the uh, entrance lobby of this theater. And you see that there is behind this counter a tall, blonde man who looks mostly like Sean Penn from uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, but over six feet. And uh, he'll say, Oh, whoa, what's up, dudes? You here for the movie or what? Indeed. (laughs) Tim, I think your character must know Ernesto. No, man. I don't like work here or nothing. There was just nobody back here. So like I came back to get some popcorn and stuff. Oh, a large bag for myself. If you don't mind, chap. Absolutely. You want some butter, bro? (laughs) <laughs> and I, I pat my belly and, uh, You don't get this figure without a little extra butter <laughs> I'll take some cow paste too Excellent, man My name's Richard Dick Eaton uh, Most of my friends call me Dick Dick or Dick Squared Or Kurt Wagner <laughs> I am Mort Gristle Twist You may have heard of my gumdrop line Gristle Twist gumdrops Nah, bro I look for those in this store. Are they here? Uh, how how big is your distribution, Eric? Uh, not 
not. The business is failing. <laughs> you do not see them, Marinesto. All right. I, I don't make mention of this, not to embarrass him. I've, like, never heard of your shit at all, bro. Well, um, Hanksville is, is quite small. Perhaps our trucks don't get quite this far out. Um, I was actually uh, on my way to our distribution plant, and wouldn't you know it, the old car, the old gal, she just fell apart on the road, and, well, this was the closest place that had a shop. So, here we are for the night. I figured I might as well make the most of it. Bro, it sounds like you're hella poor. That's fucking crazy. D- uh, <coughs> I can, no. I hand you a napkin. You're clearly having some kind of... <coughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Here's your popcorn, dude. Thank you. Thank you. I'll take a, a double with cow paste and you got Mike and Ike. Yeah, bro. I'll get to making your order. <laughs> if you hand me the candies, I'm going to put them down and then look for the salt and pepper. It's right there on the counter. Okay, yeah, I grab it. I load it up. In fact, I take them with me. I look around for the person who's supposed to work here, whose name is Julie. Yeah, right behind you, there's a guy with a broom and a, and a, a, a duster combo. And he's just staring at you. He's this kid that's like got shaggy, moppy hair. And he's in a, a polo, and he just says, Hey, uh, mister, you're not supposed to be back there. Oh, my bad, bro. And he'll hop over the counter. You, The pepper and salt are empty again. Did you guys pay for that popcorn? Not yet, Julie. Like, I was going to put a, you know, a couple bucks down and stuff. No, man, that popcorn's $14. $14? $14? <laughs> They don't even charge that out in the big city. Gotta make a living. Well, I got my broke friend in me, bro. Like, you know, he's hella broke. His car, it, like, fell apart while he was coming here, and his candy isn't even in the glass thing here. You know what I mean? My man, he's, like, he's down on his luck. So, like, I I got 50 bucks. Um, Will that cover all of us? He sighs. I don't make the rules. The prices are the prices, man. But, you know, Brian, local guy works across the street. Ernesto must have some kind of hookup with this kid whose name is Julie and is a dude. <laughs> are these guys with you and Ernesto? Uh, by, maybe by circumstance. All right, I guess you guys are cool. You know, he takes the 50. Ah, oh, cool, man. Yeah, he just... Pulls a roll of tickets and rips them off and hands them to you guys. There's nobody at the entrance to the theater, like at the ropes or whatever. <laughs> he just—it's just us. There's no like this place is empty except for the four of us <laughs> standing uncomfortably close together. <laughs> Are you guys uh, good on concessions? Then, I mean, can I grab a soda? Yes, a, a a beverage sounds quite wonderful. Got any DP, Julie? <sighs> Whatever. He goes and he, he... They only have two kinds of soda. They have diet and regular. Oh. Uh, mix together the diet and regular. That's the best, bro. Yeah, man, graveyards, I do those all the time. He, uh, he hooks you all up, and then he walks to the ropes at the entrance of the theater, and he waits to take your tickets. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is totally normal to Ernesto. This is like a weekly occurrence. <laughs> well, now, chaps, we have a we have a bit of a dilemma. We've got four tickets and only three of us. How do we split this between us? What? And the surprise guest is. Oh, there, <laughs> I guess this one is for you, and I'll, I'll hand one of the tickets to Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I think I figured out why you're broke. You're fucking stupid, too, dude. Um, quite rude, Mr. Dick Dick. I <laughs> am an intelligent man, and my investors are equally intelligent. No, definitely, bro. Fucking candy drop gum-dums or whatever. That sounds cool as shit. I don't know what that is, but candy drop gum-dums could be our next product. I'll just look at him and go thumbs down and then <laughs> and walk inside. <laughs> yeah, this kid rips your ticket, hands the other stub back to you, and uh, he says, it's the first theater. <laughs> There's only one theater. <laughs> I'll also give him a thumbs down and fart noise. <laughs> when Ernesto walks by, he says, see you tomorrow. Yeah, later, Ernesto. Because I know that Julie's going to be at the diner first thing in the morning. Who the fuck is Julie? <laughs> He's the guy. The, Julie's the, the worker. The worker. The kid. Oh, did we, you named him Julie? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't catch that? Dude, you're DMing, Brian. I even took over for a little while so you could just listen. <laughs> Brian, you <laughs> introduced fuck? him as Julie. Yeah, dude. What the I fuck? absolutely did not. I'm already through my first beer. <laughs> I've moved on to my whiskey. No, you did. We have a recording of you calling this character Julie. <laughs> you did not. call him Julie. You, even you said, didn't introduce. Like, <laughs> you may not have introduced. Y'all are Mandela affected. <laughs> I look around for the person who's supposed to work here, whose name is Julie. 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 Y'all are mendozing me, man. <laughs> Come on, well, man. That's a. I heard my favorite noise just now. Who did that? <laughs> yeah. I'll do. Hell I'll yeah. fucking. I'll fucking do it again. <gasps> you did it twice. We're twenty-one minutes in. We are twenty-one minutes in, and we have done jack shit. <laughs> no, we all bought tickets. You guys, I'm feeling sick tomorrow, so let's keep this high, high. All right. <laughs> it's very dark in this theater. Hmm, a dark theater. Look how strange, how queer in Baltimore. We always light our theaters with torches. Torches? There's already two people in these seats. You see, thin streams of rope lights illuminate the floors, and your feet stick with each step like walking on dried soda. The air smells sweaty, and you hear some kind of muffled motorized humming as a sort of white noise. There's only 60 or 70 seats from back to front, but the most bizarre part of this theater is if you look up at the ceiling. At first, it looks like it's a mirrored ceiling, about 40 feet up, but then you realize you can't see yourself in the reflection. And as your eyes adjust to the dark, you realize it's actually more seats attached upside down to the ceiling arranged just like the seats on the floor and Ernesto you would uh, just be aware of this you've always seen it I don't think you know why it's that way maybe weird 
weird sort of decoration, but it's just the way it's been. I'm going to go sit right down next to one of the two people that's uh, already seated. Uh, you have your choice of old lady or drunk looking man. Balding. Old lady. Oh, hello, Clyde. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> How you doing, Miss Daisy? It's so nice of you to take me out on a night like this. I mean, I don't remember agreeing to that, but like, you know, if you wanted to, I i mean, I... Wait, what's going on here? You suddenly realize she's holding your hand. <laughs> Mort had followed uh, Dick down the aisle, and then like when she said... <laughs> like nice to take you on a date. I just kind of like clap him on the shoulder and <laughs> lean in and go, go get a champ. <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to intrude. And I discreetly make my way towards the drunken man. This drunken man is is it's like the worst mixture of beer and body odor. Pleasure to meet you. Mm. Mort Gristle Twist of Gristle Twist Gumdrops. Mm. Hey, buddy, you got anything to drink? Um, only this cola with a little, uh, a few pumps of butter in it. <laughs> I'll take it. <you. laughs> you know, drinking always gives me the munchies. Then shouldn't you have asked for food? I have popcorn, mm. but it was quite highly priced. He's already reaching into your bucket. Okay, okay. Ernesto, <laughs> where are you chilling at? Ernesto <clears throat> just watched uh, uh, Mort try to hand his swamp water over to the, the drunk guy, but he takes his seat in his perch in the back. It's like not quite all the way in the back row, but pretty close. It's almost dead centered, and uh, once he gets settled and, and Julie's not poking in there and everyone else has moved around, he slips out his flask from his pocket and starts sipping. <laughs> the kid's stands at the front. What's his name? Did we call him Julie? <laughs> Julie. Yeah. It's Julie. a nickname. It's not, it's not his given name. <laughs> Julie's at the front with his uh, his broom and his dustpan and he says, Alright everyone, keep your feet off the seat and uh, no popcorn or soda on the floor. I'm so fucking tired of picking it up. I got shit to do. I've got comics to read. Enjoy the show. And obviously he doesn't have to say anything about cell phones because it's the 90s. So he sits down in the front row like he's going to watch the movie, too. There's a very quiet voice in the back. Thanks, Julie. <laughs> you see his hand raise up like a peace sign. And then uh, above the motorized hum in this room, you also hear the familiar ticking of film spinning on its reels. The room is lit up as the screen comes to life. There are no advertisements and no movie trailers. The black and white scene opens on a lonely road. The words, an Image 10 production, appear on the screen as a car drives up. And as the scene continues, so do the opening credits of Night of the Living Dead. I yawn, stretch, and put one arm around the old lady. <laughs> <laughs> She uh, she slaps your hand and says, Clive, and then leans into you. I lean into the drunk man and go, Those two are on a date, apparently. 
the drunk man puts his arm around you <laughs> and reaches hey. his other arm into your popcorn bucket. Do you have anything to drink? Little spiky spiky for the drink? He kind of grins a toothless grin and reaches under his seat and pulls up a whole ass bottle of whiskey. I, I do the like uh, I, I just like casually dump out some of the soda onto the floor. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucked up. <laughs> Whoa, dude. That shit isn't cool. Actually, uh, sorry, I got a bit excited in my. Yeah, I haven't seen this movie in so long, and it's one of my favorites. Hey, did I just hear soda on the floor? No! That was totally uh, the fucking candy guy, Julie. He just dumped soda on the floor, bro. What the fuck? Fuck you, candy guy. Someone at the candy counter's calling for you, Julie. The drunk guy uncorks the whiskey and pours it into the popcorn. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard of Brutal. I, I think it's called... Pissy shitties, and I start pouring the cola also into the popcorn. <laughs> gross. <laughs> so gross. I was definitely waiting, and this could be just because you guys have spoiled me, but I was definitely waiting for a joke where the uh, the, the drunk guy was going to reach down to the popcorn and he wasn't going to find popcorn. <laughs> I don't think Mort swings that way. <laughs> but maybe. I don't know. It's the 90s. It's it's the 90s, and also, it is the Halloween episode. Once you get the hole in the bottom of the popcorn, (laughs) it's just the waiting game. You know what I'm saying? It's just the waiting game. Well, we poured whiskey and soda in there. You got to cork the hole in the bottom so it doesn't spill out. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Who knows who will reach in? Will it be me? Will it be the drunk guy? (laughs) Will it be the ghost lady? Bro, can I get some of that popcorn, please? (laughs) You'll have to come up here, lad. (laughs) There's no way I could walk over there with that huge tub on my knob. Can I just, like, bob for the popcorn? You know what I mean? Like, bobbing for apples type (laughs) shit? (laughs) Bobbing for shitty pussies. Quite popular back in my day. Well, they don't call me Dick Dick Eaton for nothing. (laughs) Don't you have popcorn, Richard Dick Eaton? Well, they don't call me Dick Dick Eaton for nothing. You're going to pop your own popcorn? The old lady already worked her way through it. You see the old lady reach into your popcorn bucket and she keeps digging around and then she gives a (laughs) mournful expression. (laughs) Whoa, ma'am. We like consent around these parts. That's all I'm saying. You're funny, Clive. He'll move over one seat and (laughs) wave his one finger. As you do that, suddenly you feel a jolt and your stomach gets a familiar soft pang like you feel when you're descending in an elevator. And it feels as though the entire theater is going down. Somebody roll me, um, roll for popcorn real quick to observe something. Okay. Whoever wants to, if, and you can all do it if you want to. I rolled a 10. Five. Uh, something. Uh, I like five. Uh, Stabby's better, so do that. Nope, go go with the ten. Yep, stab, Stabby. Uh, Ernesto, you are observing all of this from your perch in the back, and as the whole theater suddenly lurches in emotion, you notice 
Julie at the front seems just as startled as everyone else. Mm, I think he'd call out, Julie, what the hell was that? Earthquake, man? I, I don't know. I'm going to go check on the projector. And he uh, starts to go to the exit. And then you see him lurch again suddenly. And he says, uh, whoa, this is fucked up. Do you see something, Julie? Um, this whole fucking theater seems to be going down, man. Down in front, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Trying to watch the film. Yeah, it's still rolling, but then as it continues to play, its audio cuts out briefly. And you guys all hear a voice through the speakers. Do you remember one time when we were small? We were... Welcome, everyone, to the elevator. This was an old decommissioned government project from the 50s, or at least that's what I've been told. Through some slip-ups, clerical errors, and well-placed bribes, I've managed to build this little town here in the 70s, and this little theater, obscuring the project from the public eye. Corny! I'd still like to see the film! Is that your damn friend, Julie? It sounds like the manager, man. Bro... Your manager is corny as fuck, bro. (laughs) Corny I may be, but I need this moment of exposition for my story. (laughs) I had plans to start a profitable, bogus religious movement. (laughs) Bro had a fucking cult that's fucking bogus, man. But I grew ill, and the town sat here, rotting. All these years. Are we supposed to talk now, man? I don't... You know, you got, like, mad the last time (laughs) we talked. Is this an opening, or are we just... The doctor said I haven't much time left. You should spend it doing something else. And let us watch the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you will. Oh, all right, then continue playing. In a moment. For I decided in my final days to find out if this really is an elevator to hell. But I didn't want to go alone. So I hope you all enjoy your in-flight movie because you're all coming with me. Boo! (laughs) Fucking boo, man! (laughs) The audio of the movie comes back on. Has the film been playing the whole time and the audio just cut out? Yeah. I'll, I'll just uh, go rewind a bit. We missed the intro. That's my favorite part. Oh, how do you work this thing? <laughs> you see the film start to glitch out a little bit. <laughs> trying to reverse the film. Bro, how are you going to invite us on a trip and then fuck up the movie? I thought this would have more of an yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Julia, it's tomorrow's Benedict's day. Yeah, man. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, but can you hear me down there? I I don't know, man. This is starting to freak me out, man. I know this area. I'll get up and help Julie try to, like, get to the door. 
how do you, how well do you walk, uh, Ernesto? I mean, Ernesto's pretty old, but he's the thing is he looks older. He's a restaurant worker, so he looks way older than he actually is. Why don't you roll for popcorn to navigate this while it's going down and you going down this ramp? Is it moving like when the like fast when like uh, those carnival rides that like drop out? Well, here's the thing: as you start to go down, the speed of the elevator's descent begins to increase rapidly. And if any of you have weak constitutions, it's enough that your stomachs would do, be doing flip-flops. I mean, Ernesto has eaten more salmonella <laughs> than the next guy. That's all I know. But I rolled a nine. Right on. Yeah, you managed to stagger your way down this ramp. And when you peer around the corner towards the exit, you see the interior of this elevator shaft, essentially, like flying by. It's just... There is no exit. It's just cement. Safety, especially in the kitchen, but safety in general is important to Ernesto. So he puts his hand on uh, Julie's shoulder and says, Julie, you should not try to exit right now. Yeah, man. Why don't you have a seat over here? Yeah, I'm just... I'm just going to watch the movie, man. That's a good idea. Uh, Soon, all of your bodies feel lighter. And eventually, you guys actually start to lift up into the air as though the elevator speed has surpassed your terminal velocity. You guys start to float up towards the chairs attached to the ceiling. The projected screen suddenly flips vertically. And your weight presses against the ceiling, and it feels as if gravity has fully reversed in this room. So, from your new topsy-turvy perspective, it actually feels like the elevator is rising rather than falling. And the old lady is still just chilling against uh, Richard Dick Eaton's shoulder. When the gravity released her out of her seat, she just kind of gave a nudge and, like, floated into you. Hey, Julie, bro, um, is there any way that you can point us in the direction of, like, where your boss might be so we can punch him in his shit? I don't know, man. He usually runs the projector, but, you know, I normally got to go through this exit to get to that room. And he just, he points up to the little tiny window behind you guys. We're still moving, like thousands of feet a second you're going so fast that you're essentially sticking to the ceiling as if gravity has reversed and there's these chairs attached to the ceiling so it's like the whole elevator's upside down now i find my seat you're going back to your perch no i'm going back to well yeah my perch but in the on the ceiling (laughs) the ceiling version and i help julie find a seat and just stay still i'm gonna start climbing towards the window yeah, no problem. I must say, the film's been interrupted. Uh, my pissy shitties are all over the floor, and uh, yeah. there's, there's been quite, quite an interruption. I'm going to have to ask for my money back. Well, like I paid for it, bro. You didn't pay for shit. Uh, yes, man. yes, yes. That's quite, that's quite lovely. Yes, I agree. You should also get your money back, Mister Julie. <laughs> will you? Kindly refund myself and Mr. Dick Dick. I can't get to the till, man. Well, whenever we stop, I uh, I assume things will be right in there, yes? 
I don't know, man. This shit's crazy. When Julie inevitably throws up in the next six seconds, <laughs> which way does it go? <laughs> it hits the floor. Okay. <laughs> the new floor, which was the previous ceiling. It hits the ceiling. And uh, Julie just kind of puts... He kind of face palms when he sees what he's going to have to mop up. He's like, <laughs> oh, man, now I'm like fucking carny, man. Ernesto rubs his back. It ain't all that bad, Julie. <laughs> you haven't seen what I've seen. Uh, so, Richard Dick Eaton, when you get to this window, it's about uh, six feet above you projecting this image. No, it's not six feet. It's about four feet. I'm going to try and uh, get in the the opening. I assume there isn't any glass because there isn't normally. Why would a movie theater have glass in front of the projector? Because fuck you, that's why. I'm gonna try and <laughs> get my uh, foot up in there and uh, like strike it with my heel and break it. Sure. Uh, roll for popcorn. Alright. Uh, six. Uh, now tell me exactly are you just jumping to get your foot in there or are you like hanging to something or what's, what's the deal? So the goal is, is I want to, um, like, go up into a handstand almost, like, with my back up against the wall that this window is a part of, and then just heel strike it um, as hard as I can. With a six, your handstand was fantastic. I feel like you need to change up your strategy because you can't get enough... You know, you're standing on your hands, and every time you kick, you just kind of push off the wall. It's, like, not enough force. I want to try to, like, jump up and stomp on this window. Okay, give me another roll for popcorn. <laughs> Why does the chat say hashtag boner alert? <laughs> Ernesto looks 85, and it's actually 27. <laughs> I just saw that last one, too. Gross. 11. Uh, oh, 11 out of 12. That's pretty damn good. Uh, yeah, you managed to crack this window. Um, it doesn't shatter, so you think maybe it's like some kind of plexiglass or something. You can see uh, a splintering crack inside it, in the middle of it. You hear over the, over the intercom thing, over the speakers, it says, Can you don't? I'll uh, make a duck into the projector as I'm standing there. Make a duck? Yeah, with my, like, you know what I mean? Like, you hold up your hands to create the <laughs> shadow puppet <laughs> because I have a projector next to me. Oh. Uh, Mort, <laughs> nice. Mort, you're trying to watch this movie. You're already annoyed at the audio cutting out, and now there's a fucking duck silhouette in front of the show. Excuse me, excuse me. Uh, Mr. Dick Dick, Mr. Eaton. Uh, I'll have it gnaw on various heads, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Just kind of like going about. Just, <laughs> While a duck would be extremely effective in this film if someone had such a thing as a weapon, uh, you're, you're ruining the theater. Um, what are you doing? Additionally, Mort, there's also the silhouette of this like spider webbing crack across the screen. It's already Everything's fucked, but... Uh, from floor to ceiling, as all of this is happening, all the air in this theater begins to grow misty. And Ernesto, I think you would notice this more than anyone since they're kind of distracted, but mm -hmm. it's cold. And there's a kind of, like, 
metallic scent of like freezer burnt food. Oh, no well. And then through the fog, the theater seems to fade away and it's replaced by some sort of bar or tavern. And Night of the Living Dead continues to play, but suddenly it's on the tavern wall now, rather than the theater screen. And the entire tavern appears right side up from your perspective, even though the theater flipped earlier. And all the people here are translucent, ghostly apparitions. And they're just casually sitting around the tables, playing cards, shooting pool, throwing darts. Nobody's eating or drinking anything. And the bottles behind the bar seem like decorations. What do you guys want to do? Well, the first thing I say to Julie is, Julie, it looks like you've been eating wax and whistle beans for three weeks straight. (laughs) I don't feel so good, man. Where are we? Uh, At that point, I look up and see those things you described. Uh, And then I look back and say, I don't think you should try to figure that out right now. <laughs> Julie, I think we're not in Kansas anymore, bro. <laughs> Dude, I was going to pull that one out earlier. I was like, I don't know if we're actually in Kansas, but <laughs> if we were, we are no longer there. Ernesto, roll for popcorn to notice something. Alrighty. Kansas, I thought I was in Wyoming. <laughs> uh, that is a oh, only a five. Yeah, not quite enough. You don't notice the thing that uh, I had in mind. Are there any pictures that include the rest of us to prove we've always been here? (laughs) No. Uh, Not yet. Right on. (laughs) Is is there a bartender back there? Yeah. Flag him down. Yeah, he comes up to you and he says, Hmm, what can I do for you, sir? Uh, I give him a long look before an inhale and say, uh, I need something for my under-the-weather friend. and I'll take anything else. I'm sorry, sir. We don't have anything to drink. I'm sort of a Southern American British person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've been here for many centuries, and no, we don't have anything to drink. All right. You got a napkin? He does hand you a napkin. Okay. That's good enough. <laughs> I hand it to Julie. Excuse me, uh, bartender, bartender. <clears throat> yeah? Um, we seem to have come to a new spot here, but the movie is still playing. Bravo, bravo. Uh, might I have an aviator? What? <laughs> You know, a pilot. Ooh, uh, uh, I'm sorry, I did not realize that it was uh, that disposition. To... M- might I have a mint julep? Is that a drink? Because we don't have any it is drinks. A dr- I'll look past slash through him at the bottles on the bar, on the back of the bar. He uh, he notices that, and he reaches back to grab one, and you see his hand pass through it. Oh, I could, I can mix it up for you, um, if you don't mind me just uh, nipping back there for for a tad. Anything in and around the bar, as far as bottles are concerned, your hand passes through them, and every time it does, you feel your hands grow icy cold. I'm gonna try and put my hand on the bartender. 
passes through. Oh, this is quite strange. So you can't hand me anything, and I can't hand me anything, and you can't hand me anything. That's because we're dead, mister. Hmm. Uh, uh, Ernesto, Julie, um, strange man who never introduced himself, but I think was (laughs) trying to get to second base with me. Um... (laughs) Dick Dick and Dick Dick's date, might you, might we all gather up real quick? There seems to be something going on here, and I'll try and... Can I walk through the bar? Yep. Cool. I, I do so, and... Whoa! Huh. That's fucking cool, bro. It seems we're all magic now. Julie, what's your boss's name? Uh... Califrenjican. <laughs> I'm going to need more than that from you. Califrenjican what? Califrenjican Jones. Mr. Jones? Mr. Jones, can you hear us? You get no response. Hey, you bitch-ass ghost. Yeah, you heard me, bitch-ass ghost. Like, fucking square up and shit, bro. You're, like, up to some bogus-ass shit, bro. The bartender says, Listen, sir. I'm just waiting to find out where I'm gonna go. I'm sorry, Mr. Bartender. We weren't addressing you. Do you know a Halifrenjican Jones? Never heard the name. It does sound made up, I must lie. Uh, By the way, Mort Gristle Twist, pleasure to meet you, Gristle Twist. He's fucking broke, bro. I assure you, I am not. Idaho grows the best gumdrops, and we have been producing them for... Super fucking broke, dude. This man has, like, literally no money at any time, anywhere, any place. Dick, 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 What, bro? More important things at hand. They should know about your financial, like, situation, man. Also, if you're going to call me Dick Dick, I'd prefer it was Dick Dick Eden, because, like, it's, you know, an important family name, man. It, it, it is. I'm, I am sorry. Dick Dick rolls off the tongue so well. Might I call you Double D? <laughs> I mean, I like Double D. Uh, I prefer... Um, Double D Eaton? Dick to the second power Eaton. Um, but also, Double D Eaton is pretty good. Reminds me of motorboating, bro. Ernesto, roll me another popcorn while they're arguing to notice something. Okay. Double Deaton. You get a plus two advantage. Oh, fuck. I got even lower. A four that time. Ooh, double Deaton, bro. Four plus two. Double Deaton it is. I, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I shake double Deaton's hand. I think six is enough. This isn't hard. As they're uh, going through their bullshit, you start to notice that... <laughs> The whole entire bar starts to fade, and you guys are back in the theater, and it gets warmer. It gets a lot warmer. I the, So the very first thing that I do, I think, is that I, um, having, being used to, like, tracking temperature as a line cook, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, the, I'm all about this napkin, right? Uh-huh. Everything else that we touched, our hands went through. Right, sure. so I take the <laughs> I take the now puke laden napkin from Julie 
and I test the temperature because that's apparently the only thing that has surpassed that was actually transferred from the ghosts to us. Uh, roll for popcorn, and since you're used to temperature, give me another. Uh, give me plus three. Okay. Oh, that is a twelve. Holy with shit! With the plus three, so it's nine plus three. Was it a nat twelve? Perfect. Mm-hmm. No, 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 nat nine. Okay. Well, you were able to gauge exactly like this napkin. It was frosty, but as they were arguing, it started to warm up. And now you guess that it's getting pretty hot. It's like hitting. It's into the 90s, pushing 100. Shit's starting to warm up fast. And it's uh, continuing in that track, like it's warm in here also. Mm -hmm. And the whole tavern's starting to turn back into the theater gradually. Find your seats. I hand my serape to Ernesto. Serape? It's like a woolen sort of, it's like a drug rug, basically. Oh, thanks. Yep. I need to <laughs> translation sometimes. Yeah. Tim, if, if just going forward, if you could put everything in drug terms so that Stabby can understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a drug rug. I, I right give on. you my drug rug so that I can cool down. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll hang on to it. <laughs> he's like de facto mom somehow just because yes. he's always has Correct. to like close the diner and that like the people don't go they don't get drunk there but they still need help as a drunk person in the diner so yeah so he like it's 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 mindless he like has it in the like in his arm while he's continuing to Whoa, work somebody on just stole my serape bro <laughs> I had it on just like a second ago and I like fucking the fucking thing uh, that's fucking with us, he stole my serape, Ernesto. I'm sorry about your serape, Clyde. I'll buy you a new one. Why would why would you need sriracha? It's already <laughs> hot in here. Hot sauce so, is not going to help us right now. Sriracha had to have shown up in the Midwest in the 90s before it got to the East Coast, right? Absolutely. Who cares? There's a tremendous crash (laughs) against one of the theater walls. And you guys see it. The whole theater wall dents inward slightly in the middle. And the entire room shakes from its force as you hear this muffled roar or some sort of shouting in another language that you don't recognize. Yo, do you guys have, like, any more exposition that we could do to just, like, keep ourselves from furthering, like, devious gods plot? Because, like, I was thinking if we just, like, keep talking about just what we are into and the sort of things that we like and Double Deaton? don't like. Double Deaton, and- I hear you, I hear you, but hear me out. <laughs> Sriracha gumdrops, is that a good prank product? No. Now, I take Julie and I move him to the seat. There's a that hole that is the best thing that I've ever yes. heard, and I'm gonna yes. keep talking over Brian yes. as long Perfect. as I possibly can. <laughs> it is the only thing cool. that I need to let you know right now. I'm listening, uh, Mr. Gumdrop. I've server muted him. Uh, gristle so. twist. Gristle <laughs> twist. Yes, 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 yes. There's a massive red spear that spikes through the wall. Uh, Richard Dick Eaton roll for popcorn to dodge what the if spear. What peppers were made of ghosts? Like some sort of ghost bath? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cares about your puns. I look to Julie and I say, 
I think that he deserves to die at this rate. I'm going to roll it in uh, chat just so... Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Eric. <laughs> I'm also going to roll for Julie. Five. Uh, Julie rolled an eight to dodge. What about the drunk guy? What about my girlfriend? She's dead. The drunk guy has just been chilling at a table. Uh, the spear has no impact on him. Julie dodges... But Richard Dick Eaton, you barely dodged, and not unscathed. Um, I think this thing clips you right through your arm, and uh, you are severely bruised. Can I pull my old lady girlfriend to uh, safety while I do it, though? Oh, yeah, it's all good. You yank her to safety, and she dislocates her elbow. (laughs) (laughs) Class! By safety, do you mean in front of you? I'll look up at Ernesto, and I'll say... I am so not having a good time, bro. I hand you your drug rug back. Clive my arm! I will, uh, I will use it to create a sling for, uh, my girlfriend. Yeah, no problem. Actually, no, not no problem. Roll for popcorn to create a sling. All right. That's a 12, Brian. Okay, that's a fucking 12. (laughs) Fuck you. I fucking, I set her arm and then I put yeah. it in the fucking sling. Uh, Fuck off, bitch. Listen, according to the rules, you can choose to succeed right now or you can say- I choose to succeed. This is my girlfriend. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, you. You want me to let her have a broken, <laughs> dislocated arm? What was the or? I want to know what the or was. I mean, if you want to. Brian, are you saying this is a meaningless role? Do you, Can you save your advantage for next time? Are you ageist? You could. Do you hate old people? Do you? You fucking hate old people. <laughs> no, Brian is saying that we need to have a genocide of everybody above 65. And no, I wait. need everybody that listens to this podcast to know that Brian thinks that. I, and I am appalled. I just. I am appalled. I'd like to lower that number by 30. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to know if you think that. Turns out you really care about old people. Nicely <laughs> done, Tim. <laughs> you passed. Congratulations. Brian's like, no, this totally isn't like my hang up. I don't hate old people or anything. Hold on. Brian, Brian, he nat 20 so the success is applied immediately. That's not the rules of the game, Eric. Do you read anything <laughs> I post? He, it says that instant success can be applied immediately or to a later roll. He ch- First of all, it was a nat 12. He chose to apply it to this role, but he didn't have to. We had to find out what kind of morale this character had. Morality. Okay. So he set her bone in the sling and he, she's feeling better as the theater's descent or ascent from your new flipped perspective seems to slow down and yet your bodies don't return what to what used to be the floor it feels as though perhaps gravity really did reverse i give her a soft tender kiss before you finish she uh... grabs you by the collars and starts making out with you <laughs> she grabs you by the collar i and starts i making go with out. this like I'm, I'm in. like this is my girlfriend now julie shield your eyes as you guys are making out it, it, the air <laughs> is hot and dry but it smells more like campfire than sulfur i'll look down and i'll say Man, the air is hot and dry. It 
reminds me of you. <laughs> Class, I want to make a baby with you. I mean, I think it's probably too hot and dry, bro. Mm, all I need to know is, how do we make a baby? At this point, Olaf nah. rushed over and just... <laughs> oh, WD's no. in your arm! Oh my god! Don't worry, I know CPR! And I'll immediately start doing chest compressions on him. <laughs> roll, nice. roll popcorn to do chest compressions. I'd rather not. I don't know where my detour. Oh, there it is. I got one. <laughs> Three. You, that's you got a six. Yeah. Who are you All doing? Right. You're doing crush, press, chest percussions on Richard Dick Eaton? <laughs> you want to try that line again, boss? <laughs> Please don't make me. <laughs> I'm doing chest compressions on Double Deaton because he got his arm impaled by a spear. <laughs> Double D Eaton. Uh, Mort just comes up and starts... <laughs> Shoving your chest. It it's it's hard to breathe. It hurts. What do you do? In be, in between the uh, chest compressions, I'm like, bruh, hey, uh, I think I'm cool <laughs> and shit. This fucking hurts, bro. I mean, like, if you need to like do it, I don't. I stop, and then I, like, put my hands around his face, and I go, don't worry, you're going to live! And I, like, I kiss give him, him, like, artificial respiration, where I'm just like... <laughs> I kiss this man full on, I put tongue in his mouth. Yeah, the old woman absolutely slaps the shit out of you. I'm gonna roll for popcorn. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I got a nat 12. I choose to succeed. Or you could save that for a later success. No. <laughs> I'm not choosing that. She Since sends you push. about four seats down this aisle, staggering backwards with how hard she slapped you. I sit up and say, worth it, man. <laughs> I comedically tumble in a little ball because my body is so spherical. And then I like perfectly stand back up and go, the day saved! Look at him! He's fine! <laughs> Ernesto, roll for popcorn to notice something while all this is going on. You get a uh, plus 10 advantage oh, 12, because fuck 12, this. 12, 12, 12, 12, 12. Okay. <laughs> Do you choose to succeed or are you going to roll again? I would re-roll. You got a plus 10, he said. Oh, a plus 10. And I re-roll? Is that the way that You know what? Goes? If you want to re-roll, I'll you... still give you that plus 10. Oh, I wasn't... Okay, it doesn't apply. So you get, oh wait, did you roll a two to get a twelve? <laughs> no, I rolled a twelve to get oh, a twenty-two. Yeah, so you, yeah, so you can re-roll, save your auto success, and then I'll do it. I'll save my auto success. I'm investing and I'm engaging with the system. Roll again, baby. Oh yeah, that is an eight for a total of eighteen. Yeah, you. While you're watching all of this shit happen, you're still standing at the front of the theater. You glance out the exit and you notice that uh, the door with all the cement flying by as the elevator goes down, it's open now. Oh shit. I was headed back there at some point, but now it seems like the time. Uh, those two chuggle fucks that just rolled into town uh, are doing who knows what else. So I, Ernesto, uh, he's going to check the, the door and to see if it is going to change before like like Undercity, yeah, you know, and kill us. You step outside. Um, the air is so hot and dry. Uh, you're in an extremely empty corridor with 
massive stone walls. They're so tall that they fade into the darkness above and the ceiling. You can't even see it. The architecture and decor here is it's impressively ornate and intricately, intricately gothic. Uh, along the corridor's entire length, left to right, spans a heavy velvet rug and the walls are lined with expansive tapestries, but you can't make out their depictions. They seem abstract. What do you want to do? Hey, Mort, have you thought about, like, how fucking homophobic this is? <laughs> now that Mort and I kissed, like, just sending us to hell and shit? Like, that's fucked up, man. I think that we might have been on our way already. Remember what that weird ghost man what was his name? Oh. Thespilaspian? So the entire, like, premise is, like, gays are bad. We should send them to hell. I, I, get, I get it now, man. Like, okay. No. I mean, that's a I, fucked up message. No, but it, listen. That's, I like, believe you're standing that. By. GM, I'd like to make a statement. I love the gays. I am, I am gay. Listen, I would make out with any man <laughs> we don't even, we don't even the, need consent. If you're a man you, and you come up to me, I will tongue you. You didn't even make <laughs> no. eye contact no. with Chris no. when he visited. Now you want me to expect you'd make lip contact? I, <clears throat> I, can't, nope. I can't promise no that. Way. Eye contact may be a little too much, but tongue contact, I'm all on board. <laughs> this is, you know, speaking of on board, this show is nothing like Monster Plane. <laughs> All I'm hearing is that we got sent to hell, we made out, and got sent to hell faster. What? No, no. I think what happened was, as a former restaurant Three. manager employee, we were in hell already. It, it just sped up while we were making out. Like, that's a coincidence. Like, Brian figured that there was a certain speed we should descend, and then making out of two men, oh, Descend faster. Oh, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're, st we're stopping this. We're stopping this. There's an old woman. We're stopping this. <laughs> you guys are making out and distracted. We were this. <laughs> I, we only noticed that we had stopped descending really hours after you guys were like face sucking. So actually, Brian's message was if you guys had started making out immediately, you wouldn't have been sent to hell. So. You know what? Bravo, Brian, actually. Congratulations. Yeah, get after it. If you're gay, the rest of the people will not go to hell. Sorry. Dan, I, you've ruined our podcast. Did for you say we Dan? can never achieve the greatness yeah. that we had with you. Dan, I, Dan please. Please yeah, come back. I know, you know, Dan. I was going to make a joke about Dan, in fact. Dan? Dan, please. Wait. A, wait a second. I listened enough to that show that uh, ended before. Cool Dude 69, please. <laughs> yeah. Dude, what a fucking funny name that is, too. Cool Dude 69. Ernesto, you're in an extremely large, empty corridor what? with massive stone walls. Doesn't look that fine to me. <laughs> when you say that, I'm like, you're fucking drunk Yoda instead of Dan as a 60,000 year old woman. Don't try to be our Kmart Dan. <laughs> Dude, uh, Kmart is a is, uh, compliment. All right. Um, yeah, yeah. Kmart has craftsmen, Brian, okay? They're made in America. Yeah, they have a lot of nice threads. They're good tools. Roll for popcorn yet again with a plus 12 <laughs> bonus because you're, you've noticed so many things. 
Oh my god, alright, so that's a 15 total. Okay, you're in a circular room. It's so vast that the far side appears tiny on the horizon. Okay. Uh, you know what? Like Fuck this uh, pre-written bullshit. The devil's in front of you. What do you want to do? <laughs> I fucking go back in the theater is what I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So there. So out of the darkness on the other side steps a giant uh, winged, perhaps? All right. I'll go back to the pre-written bullshit. So this thing is so tall and enormous that its wings span from one end of the room to the other, which is basically the horizon... This room is so yep. large. His wings sparkle and refract like flashes of lightning. His body is like vaguely humanoid with four tremendous arms and ho- two hooven legs. And his sinew- sinewy muscles ripple. But like that's not an expression. They actually do ripple across his body as if the very makeup of his physique is constantly changing. And when you look at his face, it feels impossible to focus on. It's like paintings of four-eyed people. It boggles your mind to make sense of it. I stop looking at it. <laughs> I think that's the only thing I could do. I definitely don't look at that, but I do shout around the corner. You're looking for Holofrenjack and Jones. <laughs> Mort and Richard Dick Eaton, you both hear this. Boom! <clears throat> <sighs> so, uh... You sound tired. What the hell were you just doing? Yeah. Finding love's what I was doing. <laughs> <clears throat> Where are we exactly? I think we're in hell, man. Uh, I'll turn and see the large figure. Ah! Hello there! <laughs> Mortimer Gristle Twist of Gristle Twist Gun Drops. Pleasure to meet you. Um, <clears throat> hey, Mark, man. Double D. The devil reaches over with one of his four arms and he shakes your hand, Mort, and he says, Greetings. It's a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I'm sorry. Before I catch your name, uh, I believe Double Deaton here was trying to catch my attention. Mm. Uh, yes. Good, sir. Mort, I fucking love you, man, and. If there's anything that I know about the ruler of the underworld, it's one thing, and I'd like to be the one that gets you out of here, man. I'll put my hand on his shoulder and say, We're going to make our way out of here together, I think, boy. Why leave? This is where homosexuals belong. And the devil uh, slaps you both on the back. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Lost Context. Or, no, the devil. This has been time to die Podcast Network. We've got with us Stabby from Stabby Quest. He advocates homosexuality. We've got Eric S. Pat. He advocates homosexuality. We've got Tim. Are you serious? Seriously, fucking ending us right now, you motherfucker! We can't. All right, we can't end now. What do you want to do with? Let it? me talk to the goddamn I, you, devil, you goddamn yeah, bastard! We, first of all, we, if you we release just this episode, ourselves. we're an hour we, in, and I'm just trying to express my love to my compatriot, you goddamn bastard! All right, are you telling us that we're like not that far into the story? Is that what's happening? Is that, we, is that what's happening? We've got four more hours to go. You know what? No. <laughs> if Critical Role has taught me anything. The devil lives literally in eternity, so you guys have all the time you need. Goddamn right we do. 
So are we playing tomorrow night? Is that what's going Brian, on? Brian, are you trying to tell me you're less than Matt Mercer? <laughs> you would never. But I can focus. I do need another beer, but I can focus for a minute. Yes. Can we take can we take five so I can hit the head and then No. Yes. And the no, fridge? we can't. Yes. We can't yes. take five. Yes. Fuck you, Brian. Brian. What the fuck? fuck you. You're not in charge anymore. Look at yeah. me. I'm no. the DM now. Okay, well, I'm going to go pee, and I'm going to leave the mic on. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to leave my mic on, too. Call me Alex Insdorf. Let, let me find a bottle. I'll pee with the mic on. No, please don't. <laughs> I'm gonna, I, I mean, you can if you want. I'm gone now, so. Yeah, that, that, that actually works. <laughs> all right, we're all peeing. Tim, find a corner. There's almost no space at this desk. Aw. I wanted a round room. Uh, the devil looks down at you, Richard Dick Eaton, and he says, uh, My boy, named after my darkest angel. <laughs> the, uh, the devil looks at you, Mort, and he says, It doesn't matter. We're in hell. Nothing matters. What is that in response to? I'm sorry. I've been peeing. I got a question for you, Pops. Yes, my son. What if, like, um, I challenged you to a contest, and if I won, me and my friends and my lover, we get to uh, return to Earth and stuff? He does a double chin rub with both of his left arms, and then he says, uh, This seems reasonable. I need another beer. My voice isn't deep enough. <laughs> what is your challenge, my son? Challenge him to a dick sucking contest. <laughs> Either you win or you get a great B. <laughs> There's one thing that I'm better at than everyone it's surfing a wave and then having a Bollywood dance with my friends. This seems. Acceptable. I don't think you've ever seen me Bollywood dance, bro. And he'll go and meet up with his friends and uh, start coordinating a routine with them. Are you actually good at Bollywood dancing or are you bullshitting? I am bullshitting, but I am good at surfing. Why don't you give me a roll for popcorn and you get a plus one and a half? All right. I'm going to do it in chat. Can I do some kind of aid action because I think Mort as a fan of the classics is probably somewhat a fan of Bollywood movies. Literally the only thing you could do is distract the devil so he doesn't perceive how badly Richard performs. What do you do to distract him? As he's telling us that, I'm going to be like starting to act out actual like Bollywood dance moves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, with my deliciously slender round body. With your bonus, I got an 11.5. <laughs> the devil says, I can do better. And I'm gonna roll for him. Okay. Yup. Uh, he got an 11. So, is, er, uh, Stabby, are you here or are you uh, gone? He's gone, okay. 
The devil even admits himself that he did not do half a point as well as you, and so he says, <laughs> As it must be, my son, the son is always superior to the father. You are the champion. My half a point. What did I miss? I will bring it in. I will dap it up with the devil. Um, <laughs> and when I back out, I'll say, Hey, that's if, if there's anything that you need, brother, you let me know, man. If ever I need a dick eaten, I will call on you. That's dick dick eaten <laughs> to you, sir. I call him double Dayton. And I like it. You know what I'm saying? Pops as double finger guns. As you're saying that the elevator reverses direction and it starts moving so fast. And it leaves from hot to cold to suddenly normal temperature and you guys immediately fall to the floor. What happened when I was in the bathroom? Everything was soft. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Here's the thing, uh, Ernesto. I fell in love with Mort. And the power of love pulled us through, man. It's all you need to know. I, I don't know entirely what happened, but um, sometimes all it takes is uh, one young man and a beautiful evening and a fully ruined movie to realize what you need in life. This has been the Time to Die Podcast <laughs> Network. Thank you for joining us, everyone. And also, there's more. Absolutely thank you for not. more Crystal Twist, a.k.a. E.S. underscore Patty Cake, a.k.a. Eric, Eric the best. I fucking, I swear to God, if there was any person that I would want to have a homosexual relationship in RPG with, it's Eric. You know what I mean? If you're looking for a homosexual relationship in your RPG, hit up Eric. Yes, if Katie. there's one person that does not want to see homosexual real, uh, homosexual representation in TTRPGs, it's Aubrey Gray One on Twitter. It's Aubrey Gray One, bruh. Honestly, that's the truest thing that Eric has ever said. If I could ever speak to a person that is just a giant fucking bigot. I, like, you know, <laughs> it's a problem. And I wish that we could just solve it somehow. I, mean, like, I am fading uh, out as we speak. Uh, Aubrey doesn't take a single gender, and that's why they want no genders represented in the podcast. It's kind of weird, but okay. Kind of weird, but okay. I'm fading out. I'm fading out. This podcast is over. We're done. This is not Aubrey. Love you, Sean. Wait. Love you, Don. So wait. Bye. Take. We're gonna do the real episode tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I'm done recording. <laughs>